Like, what's the, how do I get an Ask a Dyke on the episode? They're like, how do you pick? How do you pick? Mm-hmm. Compliment my quads. Yeah, that'll happen. If you compliment Rachel or you spell my name right, mm. those are the two ways. We're not sponsored by <laughs> DDP. You so you're going to say that I can't drink a pink colored pop? No, you can drink a pink colored pop. Just not. This is me, dude. This is my fuel. You gotta cover the label. You gotta cover the label. <laughs> hey, I wish DDP would sponsor my gay ass. I know, same. DDP, have you? You know, I gave you this flavor. I'll tell you right now. And we are not sponsored by DDP. Say it. Dr. Pepper. Diet. Diet, Dr. Pepper. I will say this. Out of sodas, mm-hmm. that is the most lesbian soda that there is. This, you mean the particular flavor? Dr. Pepper is, is lesbian. lesbian. And tell me why. Everything about it. What do you mean? The coloring? No, listen. The it, flavor? It's the color. Caffeine? It's the coloring. It's all of the marketing they've ever done, which is always geared towards like type of guys. It's geared towards truckers. Oh my God. Like Dr. Pepper is a lesbian. Oh my God. And she's a dentist. Yes, she is. <laughs> This she's, pop? A gay, she's a gay dentist named Tammy. It's Dr. Tammy Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking, you know it's right. You know I come in here, I get hopped up on DDP, yeah. and then we rip out a few episodes. Yeah. Okay, that's the fucking way to do it. Should we talk about the hat? First, let's welcome them. Can I? Wait. May I? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Two Dykes and a Mic. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. And I'm Rachel Scanlon. And this is the coolest hat I own. So we got new merch that's only available uh, at our live shows across yeah. the country. And it is a, it, we brought back the logo, the yeah. Two Dykes and a Mic. This is the OG original logo. Rachel and I actually, if you want to hear a backstory, we, every single night that we did the open mic together, we would end our Two Dykes and a Mic open mic with the song Work From Home by Fifth Harmony. Oh, that pool table. You don't got to go to work, work, work. But, but you, you got to put in work. work. Right. Yeah. So that was our song. <laughs> the music video there at a construction site. Yes. So you and I chose our first photo shoot to pretty much be that music video. We found a construction construction site down the street and yeah. we were like, grab your hammers we grabbed our hammer we had a fake hammer that we then put in as a microphone Mm -hmm. which you can see right here yeah we both wore like timberlands yeah and these little like belts yeah they're like tool belts the tool belts were major and that has been our logo since like 2016 it's been been our logo forever and we made the embroidery on these hats are insane so good yeah it's awesome this place that makes them are like incredible if you guys are trying to make your own merch we'll tell you because the the, the embroidery is, is really good. Yeah, these hats are lit. They're so lit. I mean, this is like what the lesbian. This is it. Oh, Erica looks so fucking good in the merch hat. It's Zora like kind of crazy. Not taking the hat off. I know. I'm literally like, thank God we bought so many of these hats because like Erica's gonna just wear it every day. Nazara literally slept in it, and I was like, babe, you can take the hat you off. Take the hat off, and she's like, no, over my dead hot body, you bitch. Yeah, and and then happen. she railed me. I love that for you. Thank you. Yeah, the hat's sick. The hat I'm, is I'm so glad good. Yeah, so get the hats if you dare. And, and drink Diet Dr. Pepper. And come to our live shows. We keep adding dates. Check our website, twodecksandamike.com. Rachel and I are very fun live, and we do a new episode for every city. Every city gets its own specific episode that yeah. we do live. It's a lot of planning. It's a lot. Of, it is actually a lot. It's actually a lot of planning. We love it so much. We love to like go out. We're about to... Go out again, and I like can't oh. wait. We we sleep in bed together. Yeah, Mackenzie kisses me every night on the lips. No, before bed, but it's not a sexual kiss on the lips. It's more like how like fo- rich football players kiss their sons. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like I gotta go. Yeah, and it's yeah, and everyone knows about it, so it's not weird. Mm-hmm. Nazar is like, did Mackenzie 
kiss you give, this time? Give Ray a kiss for me. Yeah. And then we just fucking rock our faces off, go to sleep, read a book. I'm bringing a book this time. I can't wait. So check this out. Check this out. And if you are only listening and you don't know what the hat looks like, download the Patreon app and go fucking wild. <gasps> Speaking of Patreon, we had a lesbian game night. We have winners that we have to list off. Yes, please. If you uh, are on Patreon, come to our lesbian game night. It is so much fun. We usually, I feel like you and I give out hot gay goss every single lesbian game night. And the last one was good lesbian yeah, goss. We were getting juicy. We get juicy. So check us out. Hang out with us. We love lesbian game night. Yanel. I know. Yanel. Yanel. So these are the winners of this month's, last month's lesbian game night. In third place, Abby. Abby. Congratulations. Uh, honestly, winning all the time. Congrats. I guess technically it was Abby and Hum. Yeah. Right? They're like a duo. And then there was second place, Aaron Channon. Yeah. No. Shannon. Okay. It was like a little cute little you guys would have been there first tied for first there were two two people yeah. tied for first maria and jess congratulations everyone who was there at game night we had so much fun this month's game night is going to be jeopardyke so please join if you we're going to go hard on jeopardyke yeah. yeah i know the competitive dykes you they guys are it. chomping at the bit they so we're going to do a jeopardyke also i hate to say it mm -hmm. lesbian game night is so much fucking fun yeah why are they so hot they're getting hotter every time i think they're getting hotter every time. They're getting more and more of them every time. Yeah. And now I'm like, I know my guys. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like, sticks. Hi. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now I'm like, I know your dog. I'm like, oh, what are you cooking this time for dinner? Oh, you're still at work. You're in the lab. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I know. We know our guys. Oh, yeah. I love it. Also, I want to say uh, this week's episode is actually sponsored by <gasps> Heather Smack. Smack. Holy fuck. If there is... Our, one of our day ones. Our day one shark attack. Yeah. Like full on sharking it out there. So tall. We love Heather Smack. So hot. Yeah. Hot girlfriend. Yeah. Comes out to all the shows. I fucking with love like Heather a, Smack. Okay. I did a show. She, Heather Smack was there. In yeah. La Brea. We did our show. Yeah. She's wearing a belt. Mm -hmm. It's black. Okay. I'm wearing a belt. Yeah. It's black. Heather Smack smacks up to me. I love that. She smacks her right on up to me. Yeah. She goes, is that a reversible belt? Brown on the outside, black on the inside. She, she said, same, yeah, we had the same belt. fucking belt, dude. I love I love lesbians just always matching each other. I'm going to be honest. Okay, so Eric and I go, you know that I hate to match my girlfriend. Of course. I hate to match anybody I'm w around, yeah, to be honest. 100%. I don't want to be seen as either sisters, mm -hmm. cousins, friends, or salt Sworn and pepper. enemies. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, so we dress, though, as like, when we go on walks, I wear a big hoodie, black sweatpants. Love. She wears a big hoodie, black sweatpants. We're both in the same sneakers. We both have hats on. They are the two dykes and a mic hat. We were walking around <laughs> and we looked like a rap duo. I'm not even kidding. We looked like Salt and Peppa. Dude, you must have looked like fucking Femme Run DMC. It literally looked like Run DMC. That's what I'm saying. Like we looked like a musical a group. Hip hop. Yes, like B boys. 90s hip-hop like one of us was gonna get down and start Wait, spinning on the ground like you, that's what we looked like were you wearing i know the sweats that you have the, the, the adidas, adidas tracks, the, okay yeah. see then you're definitely giving b-boy it's it was like you would put down a, a, a cardboard box on the ground and then with a boom box start to dance on it, it. looked like we were about to enter into a b-boy competition dude and we would that's your fiance i know and it sucks and that's where i'm at where i'm like i need to start getting a whole new wardrobe where i'm like she will not wear this oh <sighs> Yeah. It's bad. Yeah, I yeah, hate, yeah. You, you know, we talked about the queer mirror. Uh, yeah, mirror queers. Mirror queers. Yeah. yeah. So when you start to look like the partner that you're with, mm -hmm. which happens all the time, you yeah. are what you eat. Sometimes. <laughs> but, <laughs> and Eric and I don't look anything alike, and we're still mirror queering. I told you, like, I don't want to look like sister, sister. I mean, back no. to back? Disney Channel? No, I don't want to look like a Disney Channel original movie. Like, you're my sex partner. We banging. Yes. We bang in. Yes. There's something very interesting too, because like sometimes, okay, there is a weird group of queer people mm -hmm. who intentionally are subconsciously attracted to people that look just like them. You've seen them. Taylor Swift, Carly Claus. Exactly. Yeah. So also happens you've seen it in gay men, right? Mm -hmm. Where you you're looking out there and you're like, oh, they look queer. Yeah, they're yeah, like, okay, yeah. they're just all. And then I've seen this happen with lesbians as well. Mm intentionally from the jump right they're dating people that kind of look like them mm -hmm. ew mirror queers this though this is a different phenomenon yeah when you have you started off 
just looking like two gay different people. Yeah. And then you fuck for so many years. And then you're like, can I can I borrow your joggers? This it is starts with that. It starts it, yes. with, can I borrow your joggers? Yeah. Next thing you know, you're like, well, I really liked her beanie. Uh-oh. Okay. Come to find out. Also, I've lost so much weight. And then that Naz- you're wearing. That I'm Nazara's size now. Yeah. So and you're wearing her clothes. And then she, yeah. and now next thing you know, yeah. you show up and you're like, oh my God, are we're we the fucking twins suits. Yeah. from <laughs> the fucking, yeah, we're like in trouble. That's the problem is I think I started wearing her track pants. You Then yeah. she bought me a pair. Then she bought me a couple more pairs. Now all I wear are Adidas track pants because I'm like, they're comfy as fuck. They're awesome. They're very s- sleek and sexy. But now you'll you'll see us in neighborhoods in Sherman Oaks walking around and you know what we look like? The Royal Tenenbaums. The two little kids oh in Royal God. Tenenbaums. Yes. <gasps> matching red track suits. Just walking around. We look ridiculous. <laughs> we literally look ridiculous. And I'll walk out and be like, we're not going to see anyone. We see everyone we know. We always run into somebody we know. And I'm like, we I'm look like, fucking no. annoying. We look so bad. I do think that something happens when you fuck somebody for so long that you're like, cause you know, it starts small with like, you're, you'll have like, you know, there's like house slang. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Where there's like things that well, you, you say. Do it, you do it with Nazara and you, you do this thing where I, and I started doing it when I'm at your house to kind of get under your guys' skin. Yeah, what is it? You guys have like little baby talk to no, each other. No, we do not. Yes, you do. The fact that you would say this fucking slander. As if I'm not some fucking top dog over here. You're a top dog, but you have baby talk. No, I do not. It is not baby talk. We we have our own language. (laughs) We have our own. Dude, it's. We have our own. Do not listen to this gorgeous bitch in the red. (laughs) She's trying to dirty my name. We're two grown hotties who rail hard. (laughs) However, I'll say this. I think there's something happens after you fuck for years and years and years. Start small. Mm-hmm. You start to say the same things. You start to like eat the same things. You're becoming a family You're unit. You're becoming a family unit. Yeah. But then I think it's like you got to take your clothes back. I got And that's the thing with women. When two women date each other or two people start sharing the same wardrobe, mm-hmm. that's when it gets to be a little too much. I think this is what happened too, um, if I may. Yeah. Because I got jacked mm-hmm. and skinny mm-hmm. and mask because mm-hmm. i'm like yeah the bodied rock. up yeah i'm bodied up nazara is also getting jacked mm-hmm. i'm getting bodied up but i'm also experimenting with like cute little femi clothes mm-hmm. so then now we're all just she's wearing all my gym clothes i love this we have the same size shoe see you don't know what this is like yeah i do you guys have the same size shoe it makes no sense what she's she's tiny she's tiny she has bigger feet than me do you guys have the same size shoe we have the same size shoe well we wear the same shoes we wear a lot of the same clothes you looking at us you'd be like they can't fit in the same outfits right weirdly enough we fit in the same stuff holy fuck doesn't make a lot of sense see i think that this is what people are not talking about about lesbianism about queer relationships you is save that a lot of money on clothes sometimes <laughs> yeah you get the same size shoe as your lover yeah and next thing you know mm-hmm. i'm wearing high heels i would love to see it i just bought for nazara and me to share yeah the craziest shoes i'm gonna show them to you because i i bought them and i was like i'm gonna wear these on stage they're, they're heels pointed heels a stiletto not as skinny okay i don't know the lingo because i'm not a oh you will know know. okay it goes like the front of the shoe oh i see what you're saying front of the shoe is like yeah but it's snakeskin and nazara said that you can buy snakeskin if it's thrifted Mm -hmm. because then it's Mm -hmm. fine yeah you're not buying it new right good or it might be alligator yeah it's something okay badass yeah it looks almost like a cowboy boot mm-hmm. pointed and then it comes up to a heel. Gives me about three and a half inches of height. Which I'm up want. there. Yeah. Fucking. If I'm being honest, I think with your your whole identity now, the hair mohawk, yeah. I think you should go into full cowboy boots. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I mean, I don't know if you've seen TikTok, but I cowboy haven't. culture is. In or out? In. Okay. In a big fat way. Listen, I'm from Arizona. It's always been in. You've always been Tex-Mex. Yeah. What is it? The Southwest? Yeah. It's what is the that part? What do you call the Midwest, but your version? Southwest. The airline, baby. We're here. 
I yeah, remember, that's queer. I remember going to like go get boots with my family. That's I never hot. owned any, but my family did. I'll tell you this. I don't know if you've been on TikTok recently. Mm-hmm. Cowboy culture is in in a big way. Okay. I know you're from the Southwest. Yes. And I'm weirdly from the Midwest, which somehow all it's kind all cowboy. Of, they're kind of under the umbrella of a cowboy hat for no yeah. reason. Ranching. 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 Cowboys ranching farming yes that's what I, yeah farmville yeah farmville gonna, usa yeah sun and yeah there's something that's happening right now where like everything is like a cowboy yeehaw vibe mm-hmm. and then we had that do you remember that movie that queer movie that we reviewed i think it's called desert hearts that shit <gasps> rocked that actually if we're being honest is one of the best lesbian movies romance movies of all of time. All time it's so good i think it's one of the most underrated movies out there i could not agree with you more I love it. If you haven't seen Desert Hearts, go see it. Go see it. I you w- don't have to go see it. It's at watch it at home. Find it. Yeah, find, find it. it. I put on a, you know, like the button up, but it had fringe right here. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's in right now. Yeah. Okay. It's time. I have a question for you because we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. When someone says to you, "Oh, I hooked up with Kelly." <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Who the fuck is saying that to me? It, Somebody said, "Oh, I hooked oh, up." Hooked up with Kelly. If somebody comes up to you and is like, I, I hooked up with so-and-so. If you want my yeah. you want my genuine reaction, yeah. <laughs> keep in mind, yeah. I'm a grown-up. We're both grown. grown. If I heard somebody say, I hooked up last night, <laughs> yeah. I'd know without a doubt they did not have sex. That's like it's just like saying, I didn't fuck last night. Yeah. Right? Okay, we're on the same page then because somebody came up to me and was like, hey, <laughs> I hooked up with so-and-so last night. And I was like, what does that even mean? No. To me, that's like you guys did a little bit of finger stuff. Oh, you think fingers? Max. Digis? Max. Hit them with some digis? This is how I do it. Oh. Two you, and two. What is that? The hoof. The hoof. <laughs> <laughs> this is somebody who hooks up. Oh, I. I hooved her. <gasps> the hoover dam. Fucking. What? No, wait. Ask me again. Ask me how I figured her out. What is this? Hit you finger. Fucking live long and prosper, bitch. I fucking Star, Star Trek her. <laughs> Honestly, the Hoover is so unholy. We gotta get fucking I'm Sam so and Kim. Sorry. I'm so sorry. But uh okay, so that's kind of what I also I thought the same thing. I was like, there's no way that you had sex. If you say hook up, follow-up question. Yeah. If someone is like, I don't kiss and tell, what is your reaction to that? If somebody earnestly said to me, they were like, I hooked up last night. And you're like, who did you hook up with? And they're like, I don't kiss and tell. What would your you reaction? You know what this sounds like huh. to a T? <laughs> it sounds like when I was closeted. Yeah. And girls were like, what happened, that? <laughs> what happened with you and Alec? Oh, Alec. The name yeah. should have <laughs> been <laughs> a different name. But like, and then I would have been like, how was it? <laughs> I don't we hooked up and then you're like and i don't kiss or tell okay because to me when it's when somebody goes i don't kiss or tell i'm like oh you hooked up with someone ugly oh <laughs> i'm like oh <laughs> because <laughs> you're like you oh you you don't want to brag you don't want to brag about you this you don't want to tell anyone maybe it's not like somebody ugly i shouldn't say that but yeah. maybe it's somebody that they're not proud of yes like to me if you're gonna kiss and tell it's because like if you're going to tell talk about the person you hooked up with it's because you're like excited about it. You're mm-hmm. pumped. Everyone wants to talk about who they hooked up with. 100%. Sorry. We love it. Who they bang. Sorry. Who they rail in. But I'm like the only time because I also had this friend who was like, yeah, I don't kiss and tell. And I was like, who doesn't kiss and tell? Everyone kisses and tells. You only don't tell when it's somebody embarrassing. Or you're deeply, deeply closeted. Yeah. When I was like not kissing and telling. It's because it was a woman. It's because it was a full on woman. <laughs> I was like, no, I'll never no. tell you his name. <laughs> oh, his lips were so soft. <laughs> red cheeks, dancing in the moonlight. Clean shaven. <laughs> You've got that long hair, lipstick, white t-shirt. Why is she describing you, dude? <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, okay, yeah, no, the people who, I also feel like we've aged out of hooking up. Don't you you think? You don't. At at this point. I mean, the lingo. Not, I'll hook up. (laughs) Now I sound like a virgin. No, I think. The lingo. Who is actually saying I've hooked up? 
Are people still describing that? No, I think this person is in their, this person's late 20s. But to me, I'm like, you stop hooking up. When you fucking? Hooking up at 30. 30, you're no longer hooking up with somebody. No. You're going home with them. Oh, that's what's. That sounded good. Yeah. You're, you're like, I went home with that person. Ooh, because Take me home. Yeah. Because, all right, to me, I'm like, after 30. <laughs> yeah. You're no longer going with somebody and just making out with them. I don't think you are. I think you're going to go home and have sex with somebody on the first to second date. Oh, my God, dude. What? I just realized hmm. I haven't had sex with someone other than Nazara in all of my 30s. Yeah. I haven't had sex with somebody other than Nazara since I was in my 20s. Yeah. That just hit you now? Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Are you okay? What a wild ride. I mean, that's what a relationship is. I never thought I would be monogamous. A monogamous relationship, <laughs> I, I no should idea. say. Yeah. You guys cute. Okay, sorry. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm yeah. just like when I watch the movie Book Club or in which we do a lot, 80 for Brady, which again, right up my alley. Yeah. They're not going to hook up with someone. Those are grown women. Right. When you're a grown woman, it's back to my place. Let's it's go. Back to my you're coming home with me or I'm coming home with you. Yeah. You're not hooking up. So I do think we you age out of the hookup the hook culture, up. yeah, because it's it's like let's do this. Well, it's like what are we here for? There's I think less games are played once you reach a certain age, yeah. And you're like, we're either having sex or you're gonna marry me in a couple years. Hot. That's I, I guess also think maybe like, but there are still twenty year olds out there that are hooking up, right? But do they still use? I mean, like, is the word we'd have to ask them aged out? Like, have we stopped I don't using so. the word hookup? No, I don't think so. Because when I hear it now, I'm like. It feels 80s. Yeah. It feels like somebody describing teens. Hookup culture has gone out of control. They're all polyglamorous and trans. Like, that's what it feels like. Yeah, it kind of does. Like, but they're I, like, oh, God. I wonder if they do say hookup. You're right. Do you it, guys hook up? Let us know. Have y'all ever hooked up? Probably not. Here's the thing. Even when I'm... Do you... <laughs> now I'm really stuck on it. Yeah. Do you... Do you ever hook up with Erica? No. No. Because that's what I'm saying. You you age out of hooking uh, up. I feel like you take Erica home. Yeah. On After your dates. You're yeah. like, you're coming back to my place, even though you live here. I think once you hit a certain age, <laughs> you're no longer hooking up with some. Like, I yeah. will never hook up with anybody ever again. Yeah. They're going to come it's back like to my place. It's kind of an end of an era. It's really just hitting me. No, but I think it's a good, it's an evolution. You're going from Charmander to Charizard. Okay. Okay. You're going from Squirtle to the bigger Squirtle. <laughs> You're going from Squirtle to Squirtle. <laughs> I want to apologize for my Pokemon reference. Yeah, it started cute and it got real squirty real quick. Dude, it's always the fucking squirters over here. <laughs> Do not point to me. <laughs> okay wow yeah we're not hooking up no all but right let's get into it yeah we have an ask we have an ask a dyke it's an audio voicemail if you have an ask a dyke or a bumble fumble or gay dirty laundry and you want to send it over leave us a voicemail on our dyke hotline or you can also email us and we will put you on the podcast if you compliment my quads here we go Hey Dykes, love you so much. Hope you can help this baby Dyke with what feels like the end of the world, even though I know I'm being dramatic as fuck. So, classically, very stereotypically of me, I'm in love with my best friend. She is also a lesbian, so there is that. Um, but I've been afraid to make a move, one, because of our friendship, but two, because for the last, like, year, she's had, like, just the most plethora of guys saying that they're in love with her, um, and being really, really creepy towards her, and, like, I know that part of it is that they're guys, but I really just, I don't want to be in that group of, like, unrequited love for her 
people that are just being creepy around her and so I've been like trying so hard to like give cues without giving cues and like do stuff and hang around and I just uh I just love her so much and I don't want to say anything because I don't want to ruin anything and I thought I was getting really close to just up and saying it and being like do you want to go on a date? Do you want to try things out? And then today, um, she got really excited to tell me that she was going on a date with someone. And she's been talking about this person for a bit. But I thought they were just friends, which I guess they were before this point. Um, I'm talking about how, like, this person feels like talking to an old friend and, like, all that sort of thing. And I think it's going to go well because they're friends first and... I just, I don't know what to do other than just be sad. Please help. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much for leaving us this voicemail. You came to absolutely the right place. Because I, when we were listening to that voicemail, I was like, Ray, this exact same thing has happened to me before. Really? I have been in love with friends of mine and then been like, I can't make a move because one, I don't want to ruin the friendship, but two, I don't want to be perceived as like a guy in the way of how I move. Yeah. In the way of like, oh, another one is coming after me or something like that where you're, I've literally like this hit home for me. How did you kind of push through it? I never did anything. I never, and, and I never so did a single thing. But this is kind of like maybe a cautionary tale of like, you should go for it when you still have the chance. I yeah. think like just make the move because you don't want to sit and regret it for years. Yeah. So I'm like, just suck it up. I know that this person is obviously dating another friend. So you know that they're open to dating friends. Hi. That's great. That's good news. I would just go for it. I don't know how necessarily, because I don't know your dynamic with this person, but maybe take them out, get drinks, and over drinks, say something, make a move. Or maybe like when you play like a sexy game. Have you ever played like games with your friends? Uh, Yeah. Like card games or different types of games yeah. where like secrets can be spilled. A hundred percent. I would do it. Yeah. I love those types of, not like necessarily spin the bottle, but like those types of like party games. Yes. Where you're like, two truths and a lie or yeah, like tell like, me a secret. i have a crush on you yeah or even say like i've had a crush on you in the past test the waters test the waters be like yeah maybe a couple years ago i had a crush on you yeah and I then think see like, what happens even just like i have a it's all i have so many thoughts it's so interesting i also we have a mutual friend who is also super like worried about being too like perceived as a creep Yes. Okay. That's, I think a lot of lesbians or queer women in general, because you've dealt with creeps in your life, you've dealt with men. I've had a lot of like weird men do weird things to me in my life. So I never want to move like them. Yeah. I never want to be perceived as a creep because to me, it's like, you know what it feels like. I know what it feels like to be like this fucking guy. You right. know, I don't ever want a woman to feel like I'm that way. So I would always be maybe overly respectful in some ways to where it's like, it doesn't appear like I'm ever hitting on you wow. because I'm almost not <laughs> like, <laughs> so I think a lot of lesbians pull back I so think that much that, more. That fear though mm -hmm. can really, I mean, we have this like reputation for no one ever making the first move. But I think that's why I think that's why too. And I like, I have very different experiences with men than you. Mm -hmm. Men treat me so differently than they treat yeah. you. And then women treat me so differently than they treat you. Right. And we have a very different perspective. Yeah. We're like, I don't, I don't feel that way ever. And I'm way more aggressive. And you can tell that I don't feel that way because right. of how I treat, I'm, I'm very flirty. I'm very forward. Mm. And I don't like to keep things like that. Yeah. It will like literally, I would so much rather blow up a friendship then have my own romantic feelings be stifled any longer. Yeah. Because I'm like, I, I've lived enough, like having Those the way that I feel yeah. be like control my every thought. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, it doesn't need to be my problem. Yeah. It can be rejected or accepted. It's just not going to be something that I'm harboring alone anymore. I think that that's the best way to do it though. I think that's the way that everyone should be. And this is why I think like, I, I, I think like I can really understand the, lo the logic of men have, 
made you uncomfortable yeah. and you're like the last thing I want. I felt that I don't want to do that. I don't want to put another woman in that that. Let me just say, though, yeah. as somebody like this is a bit of a leap. But please go with me on mm -hmm. this. I have like um, repetitive thoughts that are intrusive and scary at times. And the people who are worried about being ser serial killers are not serial killers. Yeah. That is how I feel when I'm like hearing like there is like you and our other friends in this caller here being like, I'm so worried that I'm creepy. I'm like, I promise you the people who are worried about being creepy are so not creepy yeah. so if you can just tell yourself like that is a fear that my mind is making and of course it's really good to be observant of how other people are recepting it's you self-reflective totally yeah. and everyone's different i'm not saying that like the way like everyone can feel how they feel about anything yeah. but the fact that you are worried about it mm -hmm. means that you are already going to be aware of how you how you're affecting right. other people people are gonna you're going to be the first one to be receptive to making somebody uncomfortable yeah. because you're going into it already aware of your impact. Yeah. So you now have a freedom of knowing I'm, I'm going to be mindful of this, but know that like, don't let that mindful of your impact on other people get in the way of, of you getting yours. Yeah. Cause I you agree. can also be brave mm -hmm. and put yourself out there and take a risk romantically. It is easier said than done though. Yeah. Especially with this, you growing up in this type of society where it's like women do not approach other women and hit on them. Totally. So it's, it is a lot easier. Like, yes, I a hundred percent agree with you. And I think everybody should go out and tell people if you like them. Yeah. That would be awesome. But but it's not necessarily like I think that there's a lot of mental training that you have to go through to be yeah, like practice. It's going to be OK if my best friend shoots me down. How am I going to react? Of course. How am I going to move forward? I know like the f I think in my opinion, the best friend aspect is like the hardest thing to get over. Yes, this is it. It's so much easier. It's so much easier to hit on strangers. It's so much yeah. easier to be like that waitress was hot or leave her my number when it comes to somebody who already knows you and knows your heart Yeah, to tell them that like I have feelings for you of course it is the biggest thing that you can imagine yes but these are things too where like these are some of the moments that are, are going to shape the rest of your life agreed and you don't want to be sitting there 20 years from now being like I wish I told my friend I like yeah her. because no matter what you are able to move forward yeah. with answers I think doing nothing leaves you right here for as long as who knows can I be honest I wish that the world mirrored Love Island where you could be, yes. where you could step forward for people. Yes. And like it, what I love about Love Island, it, I'm going to plug it. I we This is a Love Island house. I really love this show because it's, I think it is a really good way to date people because they all pretty much go around and you like, you chat with everyone and you're open and like, yes, I find you attractive. Now let's see if there's something past that. Yeah. But I love them going around to everybody in the house and being like, Yes, it's going to be a yes for me and you. Yeah. Or I don't find you attractive. Yep. Next. And, and it's I, not as heavy. It's not as heavy. And I think a lot of people and queer people and friends should do this. Yeah. And be like, I find you attractive. Let's see if it goes anywhere. If not, let's be friends. Right. And I think that it is a really healthy way. Well, and it's so much more open. Like they're yeah. on time and like there is, it's, it's more efficient. It is efficient. It's a lot more efficient than the real world. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like that openness is a great lesson to take because they also know how they feel. Right. You know what I mean? I think it's a beautiful way. And they way. let themselves figure it out. Yes. I think it's a beautiful way to grow and have relationships is to yeah. be that open and honest with people. Yeah. I, I love think it. so too. And I think like I know when you are gay and you're best friend mm -hmm. with anyone yeah that friendship is, is unmatched yes right do you agree yes that like the closeness between your best friend as a gay person yeah is some of the most intimate relationships that you'll ever have look at us we've built a life together it's <laughs> disgusting it's sick we own property together yeah like we are the property sisters <laughs> so i know that it's really scary and just Wait. know <laughs> You laughing at brotherly? Could you imagine if they did property queens and it's two drag queens? Wait, don't say because they're gonna make that show and you're gonna get nothing. You're gonna get nothing, Ken's property queens. I see them back to back. Huge hair. Yeah, big hair, big eyelashes, and they're like, it's a fucking duplex again. 
It's Trixie. <laughs> I could see it happening. I'm being honest. You know that they keep doing like tacky gay shows. Yeah. They'll throw gay people in a show and be like, you're welcome. Green light. I watched a Huluween drag extravaganza. <laughs> I almost, I almost went back in the closet. Why do they uh, keep doing Listen to this? what I'm saying. Huluween <laughs> drag extravaganza. It was, they shot it in one room with two queens. This is, by the way, no disrespect to those drag queens. No, Honestly, awesome. incredible performers. Great. Great and concept. They're getting, their, they're getting their bag. And they're getting theirs. And <laughs> like, I, I love fucking that. support it. But I almost, <laughs> Halloween borfed. I was like, hey, at some point, we're going to have to address this straight America. We're going to have to look back 20 years from now and be like, they did a Hulu. Why? What? Why do they keep making gay content that no gay people are asking for? It's like content that straight people think we want. It feels very jarring to be queer right now. I have to say it. Does, it. Because I think it's the best time that it's ever been for queer people. Of course. And also simultaneously the, the worst, worst time. 100%. Like it's really not. And then people just screaming at each other. I'm seeing like people stitching and screaming and then straight people being like, I fucking kissed a girl, but I don't want to eat pussy. And then all these people Street being people. like, fuck you. I mean, it's getting. Street I got to get off TikTok. Wild. Street people have lost their minds. It's almost as if they were on, they were locked down and they looked at the queer community and they're like, you know what? This community is missing my fucking opinions. And it's like, get what? out of here. Yeah, it's wild. I wish. I know some straight people listen to us, but sometimes I do wish we could ban them from commenting on our videos. I wish they wouldn't comment, but I would like them to listen. Yeah. No, thank you for listening. Thank Please you for listening. Don't leave us a mean review. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. They love to be loved. Wait, what do they say? You know, I can't read. I know you can't read. We'll teach you this this trip. <laughs> Next time we go on tour, I'll teach you. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, we'll get Long it. story <laughs> long. Yeah. There is also a way, and I think that you and I do, this is like, <laughs> this is that like advice that you will get from comedians. Yeah. Because you know, we're not professionals. We're no. just gay. But I'll tell you we're this. We're gay, but we've, I've been here. We've been here. And I made the wrong decision, and I think. If yeah. If I'm being on, like, well, okay. No disrespect to my current relationship. I, I love Erica and stuff. But I'm saying in the moment, I think that I made the wrong decision. Yeah. To bottle up my feelings because then I was sad for years. Yeah. Do you know you what I mean? You still would have ended up here with Erica. I would never. But you would have saved yourself years of torment. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like I went into a depression. I was very sad. And it, it filled my whole life of being like, I'm in love with one of my friends. Couldn't say anything. Yeah. Paralyzing. Paralyzing. And I think like, I don't want that for any other queer people. I no. want you to go out there, say your feelings. You're going to save your whole 20s and not be sad. Yeah. And I also think that, like, there's something to say. Mackenzie's good at this. I'm good at this. Yeah. And we've learned this from getting better at des describing and articulating how we feel. And yeah. also, it's really hard. The depth that w queer people love women yeah. is not there. It is not the same. I'm like, we have so very deep, intimate binds. And also, like, the way that I think of women, I'm like, they deserve so much more than I could even offer as just yeah. like a mere mortal. Yeah. So when we are like articulating these things and you have a crush on your best friend, mm -hmm. it is feeling huge because it is, yeah. but there is a way to, cause we're like, tell you, tell her, you got to tell her, you got to tell her. And you should, you should let her know how you feel so that you can move forward with your life and yes. you'll thank yourself later. But there's a way that we can have these conversations that I feel like we do a good job on this podcast of doing, which is, making it feel lighter so that there is less of a reaction of one or or no like all or none yeah i wouldn't be standing outside of her house with a boom box like i'm not I saying would. don't go i wouldn't go full rom-com but her. yeah making these like these more challenging things feel smaller yes. by addressing it with like humor ease. Yeah. and ease like yes. in these games where even where you're saying more tongue-in-cheek like i would be tongue-in-cheek but like i've i've, like, yeah, I've, I've thought, thought about kissing it. you or I've, even you know what i do mm. This is what I used to do all the time. What? I would project it onto them and see if they take. So I'd be like, it looks like you want to kiss me right now. That's a good one. That one. See. Take that. Run with it. Have you ever done? I had a dream about you last night. hundred percent. Dreams. Dreams. That's a great one. It was so, yeah, just like to kind of get the gauge of how they feel. It's like, it's so weird. In my dream last night, you fucked me. <laughs> okay. And then you go like this. I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> hey, you were really good last night. 
don't do that. Okay, but, but you there's, know, there's ways, ways yeah. that you can kind of test the waters yeah. and you're able to kind of gauge. And if there's a moment too where you can take that and be like, I've thought about it. Yeah. I think if there's, and then see if there's any flirting back, yeah. then I would go full pedal to the metal. Yeah. Ask them out. Because I do feel like a lot of times as like we're lesbians, we can, we can either bottle, we say nothing. You say nothing. You look, you long. If that you ain't deal with us it. as a podcast, the bottling it up forever. Or... Telling There's everyone. the other one where you, you tell everyone, to, you tell, uh, and you're like, skywriting. Fucking, it's <laughs> yeah. so much. And you're like, you also make it this huge moment mm-hmm. where it's very heavy. And you're like, here and here, and now this is all you. And there should be a very beautiful middle ground yeah. where you can know how you feel, tell how you feel, and be able to be like, I feel great. Whatever happens mm-hmm. will be. And then just kind of move through it. Love Island them. You have to you Love have Island to, them. You just step forward step forward for your bff yeah that's really cute we have another ask and this is another voicemail and rumor on the street is she's from the uk is it yeah you know it is my fucking love oh i love it hello it's me again um sorry i've got a bit of a cold um i was just wondering um i ask a dyke i guess is it an query no it's back to ask a dyke isn't it um i was wondering um if you'd ever done embarrassing to impress a girl and absolutely fallen on your ass and it just failed completely because uh, i was reminded by my one of my friends uh the first time i went to town uh you don't call it town like to a place where there's loads of clubs to a club uh, and I, I was 18 and it was the first time I'd, I'd been i drank a bit at home but it was the first time i'd been out drinking and um I was in this club and the girl behind the bar was so fit um, and I was just out. I'd like chopped all my hair off, um, not like off, but like Ellen level because, you know, a right passage. Um, and I think I had like a waistcoat and a tie. Okay, now. What a prick. And, uh, and I saw this girl and that this woman and she was behind the bar and she was really fit and I was like, right. And I'm going to buy all my friends drinks. Like, she'll know that I'm, like, the nice one who buys everybody their drinks. Um, and I bought, I think there was, like, nine or, like, 11 of us. And I bought 11 shots of Sambuca for everyone. But she didn't put it on a tray. And when I turned around, all my friends had gone. And it was a massive club. I had literally no idea where they were. So instead of me saying, oh, can I have a tray so that I can take it to my friends? I was like, oof, she's going to be really impressive if I drink these. So I drank all 11 Sambuca shots on my first time out in town in the club. And um, that is the only... She obviously was not bothered. She was literally just doing her job. And uh, so, yeah, I um, have no memory of that night. I literally did those shots. I remember leaving the club, like, the cool air hitting me, and that was it. I, I, that was the only time I've ever blacked out completely. Um, I have no memory of the whole night. It, apparently, I was like... I threw up on, they took me to other clubs and I threw up on the walls because I was so out of it. And then they took me home. The police turned up because some dude was not, no idea what happened. I was fine the next day because I was 18 and I didn't get hangovers. But I think that's probably the most embarrassing thing I've ever done. And that girl must have just been like, what a fucking prick. Um, but yeah, I was just wondering if you guys had done anything embarrassing. I feel like Rachel probably would have a good story but wouldn't be embarrassed. I feel like Mackenzie's maybe the one who would be more embarrassed about something she did. Um, but anyway, I love you both. Um, yeah, bye. Okay, I love you, Holly. Okay, I lo- By the way, Holly is such a fucking OG. Holly's been a day one. Holly's a day one. Thank you so much for calling in. Um, what an amazing story. The uh, the thinking that a bartender would be impressed by you, you taking ripping 11 shots... shots of sambuca also wait what is sambuca i don't it's a type of liquor but it's like usually they'll do like flaming sambuca shots so they light it on fire is it like a vodka a tequila a whiskey none of them it's like its own thing it's almost like it's like a jaeger yeah kind of close like 30 60 proof it's it's whatever it is it gets you fucked up because when i was in ireland they did flaming shots of sambuca and then we were done after like two shots and she did like done she did 11 this story sounds like if you could encapsulate one story from my 20s yeah into one it would be trying to impress a bartender by ripping 11 shots of sambuca and then barfing everywhere and then being like (laughs) better head out well 
And then wait, waking up and being like, I don't know what happened, but I assume I hooked up. (laughs) But I don't kiss and tell. (laughs) Okay. That was so funny. Have you ever done anything to impress somebody and it backfired? I mean, I I don't have like a one story that's coming to mind because of the lack of shame that Mm -hmm. I have. And Mm -hmm. that's what you get with having too much confidence born in your veins. Um, but I definitely, there was a time where I would accidentally, I would lie, but I would believe it. So there would be girls, if there were like older women around me, uh-huh. like I remember being in college and somebody like it older, there was like a hot, yeah, there was a alert. It's a MILF podcast. Scott MILF. <laughs> Who are we kidding? It's a MILF podcast. Like if there was a MILF around me in my twenties, yeah, I would be like, oh my God, I love kids. Like I would just start to lie. I would be like, oh, I love that i used to do that in my 20s too right there was something about it where i was like but i would believe i'm like anything that she loves i I love love. yeah i'd be like i fucking love kids i'd be like oh my god you make scarves i love knitting like it would be crazy you make scarves all the time i can't i can't i can't can't believe i left the house without my scarf i can't get enough of scarves yeah like oh my god you love the arctic monkeys i love the arctic monkeys that's you know what i'm saying like there would be a, a time where I would see somebody's passion for something mm-hmm. and my passion for them would make me act crazy. Yeah. I would just be like so fucking, and you know when I like stuff? Mm-hmm. Cause I'm a fucking, I have ADHD and I'm an alcoholic yeah. and I'm a comedian and I'm like crave attention and support at all times. Yeah. So I would just go from zero to like, I am at this concert. Like, you know what I mean? God. I'm a psycho. Yeah, that's a little cuckoo. But I just love women. And when they like stuff, I'm like, I bet it's good. Yeah. And you're like, I have to like this. Yeah. What about you? Um, there's only one that I can think of. Because usually when I like somebody to impress them, and this is so me, I like either. I know what you're going to say. I don't think you do. Because I don't think I've ever told you this. If I like someone to impress them, I try and do a like a where I'll either start my own business or I'll put on a show like I want to impress them with how successful I'm being. Oh, yeah. So like back in the day before COVID hit, Mm -hmm. I did a show at the Comedy Central stage. Yes. I did that show to impress a girl. Shut the fuck up. No joke. I was at that show. I know. I really liked someone and I was like, I better put on a show. And then she'll come see me and then she'll like me. That was a very intricate show, Mackenzie. That was like essentially a one woman show. Yeah, she didn't show up. (laughs) So that it did backfire in that sense. (laughs) So I will like, oh, I will do big, big, intricate things for my career simply to impress a woman. A woman. Oh, my God. It's happened from when I was a young child i will do something very very intricate and organized to impress somebody and be like look i did it dad yeah it's very much like that but one that like really backfired where it was more like this holly story is um i took a girl out you remember this person i took her out ice skating once do you remember that yeah and i never have ice skated in my (laughs) life and i was trying to like impress her so I would like ice skate around. I would get like some speed. Yeah. And then I would try and go down on one leg. I would like kick a leg out. Yeah. See if oh. I could do one. And I ate it. I really hurt my ankles to where when I pulled the skates off at the end, I was like, I can't get my shoes on. Oh. They hurt so bad. So when Dude. we walked to like the next bar, I remember being like, ow, ow, ow. Dude, that's so fucking... I am like you <laughs> trying to, trying to, <laughs> to, to get down on one dude that was... The, to <laughs> the, way, the ways in which I try to impress women is that's just psychotic. So They're all psychotic. None of them are normal. I'm <laughs> Do you remember when we went roller skating? Yeah. And you were f- really bad. You were lit, too. And I was drunk. You were lit up. I was super drunk. That was the only not. time in my entire life that you were drunker than me. Because no one's drunker than me. <laughs> I was like, Ken's is on the ground. I'm like, you were laid out on the... W-. It was a gay roller skating night. Everyone's just like, we're with a bunch of friends. And yeah. Ken's is like, ceramming into the walls. I was like, I better go get my babe. 
I really did not. I don't know how to skate. Why did you drink so much? I don't know. Were you nervous about skating? I was probably nervous about skating. That's so funny. I forget who we were with, but yeah. I know who we were with. They're all broken up now. (laughs) (laughs) All of them. (laughs) Oh, we have fun in LA. We do. That's so funny. I'm like really thinking like I used to try so hard. Mm -hmm. I would get so jacked about I because I love having crushes Mm -hmm. and I would like really find so much validation in uh, like winning over my crushes Mm -hmm. like I like to work for it I love to be like turn somebody over I don't mean straight I mean sometimes but I mean like really like getting this approval from sexual validation from crushes that I have yeah and then you become a little bit older and you're like and you're like yeah it's so interesting i'm like it's so funny to think about like now all i do is want to impress myself i'm like every day i'm like okay. we're gonna fucking i'm like going to rock my own socks this week dude i hit when we when i hit 30 all right when i hit 31 <laughs> i was like i no longer need validation from the outside world and it does now come from me yeah but i think it took a long time for me to get to that place where i'm like like i remember i wrote an entire book do you remember when we first yes i wrote an entire book yes and self-published it i bought it yeah my dad bought it yeah like people bought this thing and all of that was to impress someone like i most of my things that were countries are made in my career were to impress a woman and now that I'm at this point, I'm like, oh, I no longer have anybody to impress except myself yes. and my family. Like, I want to impress and make proud my family. Yeah. And it's no longer about other women and other people. And I feel like that's one of the most beautiful things to get to in yourself. It is a huge milestone to shift that inward. Yeah. I think we spend so much time. I mean, we also work in this industry where so much is focused on, like, all these things around you yeah. and we're comedians, which is comes with its own sack of flaming hot shit. But oh, I think they know they listen they to the podcast, it. but there is something like the actual who we like really are when we're mm-hmm. not doing this podcast, when we're not on stage yeah. to be like, we are when it comes down to it, our focus is now to like make ourselves proud of who we are yeah. is a way different than when we started this podcast. Yeah. Even like when you're just like, I think, for me, because you know, I'm I've been rapidly changing every year. Yes, I physically and emotionally and mentally everything. Yes, every I feel like every it's very strange. Yeah. I thought I was exactly who I was going to be when we met. Mm-hmm. When I was twenty four or whatever, I was like, "This is who I am," and you're welcome. Yeah. And then something happened with there's a mixture of meeting Nazara. And getting sober yeah. that I'm like, I still have no idea who I'll settle on. I think that's great, though. I think that humans, I mean, you're constantly evolving. You're never yeah. going to be your final product. I think that's what the toxicness was, was that I was like, this is I, it, baby. Exactly. Yeah. I was so cocky mm-hmm. that I wouldn't change, that I was like, this is it. And it's the best. Yeah. And then to, it's so weird to look back now and be like. I have so much more to do and to be. I love that because one of my biggest pet peeves is when people are like, I peaked five years ago or I peaked in high school. Because to me, I'm like, you haven't peaked yet. And I don't like when people think like, well, that was it. And now and now it's all downhill from here. I think you can constantly better yourself and be a better person. I don't think you should ever stop learning and trying to grow as a human. I I couldn't agree with you more. Imagine I'm like, you're an idiot. Yeah. There, uh, There's this weird, because like a lot of our friends are single right now. Yeah. There was a misconception. I think there's this, there's this fucking toxic ideology that is, and a lot of people believe this. What? You have to be, you have to know exactly who you are and be the perfect version of yourself and be settled as an individual before you're ready for love. And I'm not to say that I don't want to undermine, like, you should be able should to grow. be alone. Yeah. You should yeah. be able to be alone. My Bef- big thing yeah. is I was alone, and I think that that helped me be comfortable with being in a relationship. Yeah, same. Yes. Absolutely. Same. Yes. However, I think people are, like, they're waiting to be able to live their life until they find a partner. No. Or they're thinking, I'm never going to be good enough until I have a certain amount of things. But mm. I'm, like, finding through my own experiences that, like, I'm able, you should be able to continue to change 
constantly. Even when you are with somebody. That Okay, so I, I think I've already talked about this on the podcast, but like years, years, years ago, when I was in college, I asked my dad, I was like, how do you know when it's the one? I was like, you know, because you, you've been really in love before. And I was like, how did you know? And he was like, when you find someone that you know that you can constantly grow with, that you guys will always be growing together. And that person isn't just like stuck in their ways of like, I don't ever want to learn anything new. I don't want to go experience new things. He's like, that's when you know you found the one of somebody who will always grow with you. And I that's think that that's like that's a really beautiful. beautiful thing to find in a partner and within yourself. Yes. Of like, I'm never my final product. Right. You're always going to be learning till the day I die. I want to be learning something new or not or knowing that I might not know everything. Right. You don't or know everything. Try, exactly. To be learning, to be growing, to be doing new things. Yes. It's yeah. like you don't need to wait to do that, to find love. Mm -hmm. And then once you find somebody, you don't need to stop doing that. Yeah. It's not like, it's not the end of your life right. when you find somebody to love. It's like that maybe that's just the start of a new type of life. Right. Yeah. That's what I think too. And I asked Nazara, I'm like, do you, I'm like, do I seem so different to you now? Mm -hmm. Because we met so many years ago, yeah. 60 pounds ago. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I was so, I was an alcoholic. I'm like, do can you tell? Yeah. And she is like, what's so weird is that she's like, you're more of the person that I met. You know what's crazy is I see that you, I don't know how to describe it because I've known both of, yeah. both of those, ver or all of the versions in between. Yeah. And you're still so much you, but it's almost like you've been like hosed down. <laughs> and all the shit came off. <laughs> all that fucking shit came off. I mean oh, that shit. in the nicest way yeah, of like yeah, yeah, yeah. all the bullshit's gone. Right. Like you are becoming so much clearer of like this is who you were the whole time. Yeah. It's very interesting. And that like that can all be possible within the context of like I think I just thought that I wasn't going to I thought I was going to have to be a certain way mm -hmm. to in order to maintain a relationship. I yeah. think maybe or I thought I wasn't able to I thought if I shift my focus to myself, I thought I was too selfish already. I was like yeah. I'm too selfish to grow anymore i'm like i'm already the and it's it's weird when you're able to see that you loving yourself more can make you a better human for other people 100%. around you hundred percent that's the only way i feel like i was so i think that's being in your 20s in your 20s you are so selfish mm -hmm. like it's it's crazy how yeah. selfish you can be in your 20s and i think once you hit a certain age it's like oh right i can take down my walls and stop thinking about just me and start loving everyone else just as much as I love. Myself. It's fucking wild. It yeah. really is a wild ride. And I think it's interesting how you can grow from like, yeah, it's just interesting. I'm yeah. like, I obviously worship women and that is like, and I'm, I'm st we're comedians, mm -hmm. but there is like a shift, I think in what your priorities are. Yes. And then you, somehow stop being as hinged on how other people 100% perceive you. Yeah. The the way that other people perceive you matters a little bit less as you keep That's kind literally of me now. Yeah. I just can I I'm at the point where I'm like I don't care. It's hot. I don't care anymore. It's very hot. Yeah. Be careful. Holly. Holly this the 11 I think for Holly, we should go take 11 shots. Let's we break have your to sobriety. Like go to the UK because like... <laughs> I want to so bad. Okay, I'm relapsing mm -hmm. in Duh. the UK. Duh. Fucking been there, done I that. <laughs> I literally would relapse <laughs> in the United Kingdom. <laughs> Manchester, thank you for that. <laughs> what a prick. <laughs> I fucking... I really did. No, I really... It was a dark time. It was a... Uh, <laughs> I cannot go back to the UK. You but if we ever in the UK, no, no. the UK, listen, fuck so, the UK, fuck New York, fuck straight people. I disagree with all of these. <laughs> I just want to like legally put this out there in a statement. I disagree with all of those. The UK, you had a bad experience. That doesn't mean you're going to have the same experience when you go back. Like we said, I'm never going back <laughs> to that shithole. All right. Maybe not Manchester, but we'll go other places. Manchester. Manchester. You are right. No, 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 I am not. I'm not doing <laughs> all right all right thank you so ahead. much for that ask wow we really kind of went off on the rails there but we appreciate you all for these questions and also thanks so much for listening to this podcast through so many years and so many changes i mean what a fucking wild ride if you bought my special 
Look at you now. So Whoa! different. So different. Uh, check us out on Patreon, Spotify, Apple. Leave us a review. And um, come see us come see on us the road. And we'll get you a hat. And uh, if you need me, I'll be relapsing in the UK. I'm no, Rachel Scanlon. <laughs> I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. Go do something gay today. We are the greatest dykes in the world. Mackenzie Goodwin. Rachel Scanlon. Worldwide.